Welcome back to Barely Serious. You're about to listen to episode 226, but before we get into the podcast, one show that I want to plug that's very important to me, Orange County. I'm coming home. I'm headlining in Costa Mesa, California on Leap Day, February 29th. You can find tickets on Eventbrite, and the promo code to save money on some tickets is just my first name, Galen. Come on out. Let's sell this one out. It's going to be a hell of a time. I think it's one of those things where everybody sees shit on Facebook or Instagram, and they're like, oh, my God, you're doing so good. Like, what the hell? What's going on? Like, how can I support you? And then you just, like, don't show up. You just scroll past it. Like, show up. Let's have some fun. Come to the show. Buy a fucking ticket. That's how you could support. February 29th, Leap Day, Orange County. I will see you there. And with that out of the way, enjoy this week's episode. Welcome back to Barely Series. This is episode 226. Oh, yeah, don't mention where we are. It's like a super obvious <laughs> to catch a brick through the window or something location. I'm here with Eli Halpern in an undisclosed location at the Love Shack. What's up, dude? Hey, this is a nice location. It's loud. <laughs> it's loud. I'm distracted by the city. There's things going on. There's a guy sitting there. He's bald. He got up. He doesn't know that I'm just sitting here judging him. There's also a homeless guy by a dumpster over there. Is I'm it a, a crime? Man, I'm a homeless man. <laughs> is it a crime like to like 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 if I'm inside my house? Is it a crime to like beat off like while watching someone across the street? Is that like a crime? No, as long as they can't see you. If and well, even then how if they can, they, can it's like how testy. can they? Yeah, how can they prove that they saw me? They could just say that they saw me jerking off in the window, and then what? I could be like, no, <laughs> I cops wasn't. Come over here and you're like, officer, I don't even have a dick. <laughs> I'm a female to male transitioning. I'm not saying that I would. I'm just saying that, like, I'm so I moved here. <laughs> I'm saying that I have. <laughs> I moved. I moved here, which is downtown by campus, like three days ago. And every chick, put the mic closer to your mouth. What? Put the mic closer to your mouth so people could hear you talk when you talk. Uh, and every chick that walks by is like straight out of fucking Vogue, bro. I see where this is going. What? Let's pause this and have a nice little jerk sesh together. <laughs> I did leave the window open. I, I I leave it open for my fucking dog. I meant to close it, but you don't think that's a crime? No. I actually asked a cop once when I was being arrested if it's illegal to masturbate in a public bathroom, and they ignored me. <laughs> you think it's... Wait, so is it like... Is it... What if it's like a public bathroom, but like the door locks behind you? Like, then it's private. I've jerked but off... But what if, what if you just hear like... Uh, Dude, like the stall next to you. I mean, try and be try and be stealth Discreet. about it. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing moaning or watching porn if you're jerking off in a Carl's Jr. bathroom? But, I mean, I've jerked off in gas station bathrooms. I've also dude, I ran into a fucking guy in a wheelchair. When I worked at Trader Joe's, there was a guy in a wheelchair who jerked off uh, in the stall next to me while I was shitting. And he, I have a video of it. He was, like, moaning, and his, like, his, like feet were bouncing. I was like, dude, I don't think you're – how is this – this guy's not handicapped. This guy's fucking just jacking off in a stall. Like where, where's your handler? You know what I was wondering yesterday? Okay, what? so imagine this. A pregnant woman robs a store, and the owner shoots her. Okay. Kills her and the baby that she's pregnant with. Abortion is illegal in Texas. Is that guy going to be charged with murder? Or is that fetus an accomplice? I think the fetus is an accomplice. I think it's just like a two for one. I don't know. Well, then on the on the flip side, what if the baby lives? Then what? Wouldn't it rather just be dead? Well, the, 
Because, like, first the of all, the mom has to die for this hypothetical to work. Yeah. So if, let's say she's nine months pregnant. Or what if just the baby dies and she's fine? How would that happen? He shot her in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, I don't know. I think that would just be collateral, and I think he would probably get away with it. If this is in Texas, if this is in California, that guy would go to jail forever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, I'm specifically Texas. The way the laws work here are interesting. You can legally shoot someone in the back while you're blackout drunk if they're running off your property with your TV or something. You know that? Just your TV? Well, just if, if someone comes on your property, steals from you, and runs away, <laughs> you can shoot them even when they're off your property. I feel like that's how the law should be. Yeah. Oh, off your property? Yeah, well, if they come into your house and leave your house with something... You can like chase them and go after them. Yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like that's how it should be. If you if you if you look at you know back in the day, it's like people would just literally duel like outside of a bar. They'd be like, "I don't like your fucking facial hair. Let's duel," and they would go outside and duel each other to the death. And so it's like now it's like, why wouldn't I be able to kill you if you fucking broke into my house, put my family in danger? You're losing your life. I'm sorry. Yeah, all this. I don't have a new gun, liberal but. bullshit wants everyone to like live forever. Like, oh, we should care about these people and. Make sure nobody dies. Like, what do you mean? You don't. You don't want anyone to die ever. <laughs> there's, there's too many people, and we're supposed to die. We've always died. Why would that stop? What are you trying to prevent? There's no saving lives. There's just delaying death. Let me ask you this. This is a good one. Would you rather uh, live forever or die in five minutes? Five minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> easy. I have, an, I have an easy one for you, too. Would you rather have a daughter that does OnlyFans or a son with Down syndrome? How is that easy? I mean, how hot is she? Like, is she making good money? or <laughs> would, the, would you having a hot daughter make it better? Yeah, because then she's actually making money. There's nothing worse than those like girls you went to high school with that like, did OnlyFans for like four weeks and then just disappeared because they weren't making, nobody was paying for it. Oh my God, I've never even thought about failing on OnlyFans. Yeah, I've seen it multiple times with chicks I went to high school with and they would like promote it and then they would just, you know, they would just stop. And so like it's like if my daughter is doing that and then, you know, everybody like buys her account once, screenshots her nudes, it goes around and she made $7, then I'd rather have the Down Syndrome son. But if she's like, you know, making a ton of fucking money, yeah, sweet. Amen to her. I would. It okay, definitely well, matters. So you would rather have a daughter that's hot making a lot of money doing porn than a daughter that is struggling to get her footing in porn. Yeah, because either way, she's still doing it. I guess, I guess, but if she's worse at doing it, then there's less of a chance people see her. I mean, who cares who sees her, really? I mean, like, if, dude, if, like, Mike, if, like, let's say, let's say real talk, 10 years from now, I have a fucking daughter, and then eight years from now, she's, you know, so let's say, so she's 18, so this is, let's just say I have a daughter tomorrow, or in nine months. 18 years from now, I'm going to be, you know, wildly successful and so, like, what do I give a fuck if, you know, you see my daughter's tits? I feel like you would see my daughter's tits, like, just circling around the internet and just be like, you know what, dude? Good for you. You know what I mean? Like, I made that. That's half me. Okay. This is a different response than I've heard from anyone else, but it, it makes sense. I just want her to be successful in something. I'd and rather I, have the Down syndrome son. Why is that? Well, I, I wouldn't want a daughter in general of any <laughs> 
of like any proportion. Yeah, I've thought about that. I wouldn't want one either, but only for the fact that it just I feel like it'd be too much maintenance to like keep her safe. Yeah, like to just not traumatize her. Oh no, I just meant like I went on a fucking Tinder date last night and like halfway through it I was just thinking I was like, does anybody even know where you are? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like <laughs> who's in charge of keeping you safe? Because like, like, cause she like downloaded Tinder that day and I was like, how long ago? She goes like 30 minutes ago and I was like, and you're already on a Tinder date with me? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, and it's your first time ever. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, all yeah, right. That's called a liar. I don't think so because we went through her account and it was like literally like the, it was my messages, some other guy, and then the welcome to Tinder. Like I swear to God. And then I messaged the other guy and I called him a fucking fat ass. Off, <laughs> off, I'll show you. I'll show you. I had to eliminate the competition from within, even though I was Jeez. already out with her. I was already out with her, so it didn't even matter. Oop. Dude, you get more Tinder dates than anyone I've ever met. It's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I've had Tinder for years, and I don't think I've ever met anyone off there. Well, maybe like a few times in certain cities. I think like Arizona worked. It, it works a lot when you go somewhere else because they want you to be on the app. It, they did, they'll like shadow ban you in your own town. Um, where is it? I know. I, I feel like all the apps are just like the same 1% of guys are banging like the top 5% of women. And then it, for everyone else, it just doesn't even do anything. Dude, did I not save it? What the hell? Yeah. I mean, I boost my profile, dude. So like. It'll make my profile the number one profile in the area for 30 minutes. It costs $7. That's actually a pretty good use of money when you factor in, like, buying drinks and food on dates and stuff. Yeah, and so and a lot of the times the girls will hop on Tinder. And, like, I was telling you, the, the ones that you want are the ones that just got on the app because they're, they're trying to fuck, like, right then. If, if, they, if they got on the app a week ago, now they've thought about it, they've thought it over, and they're like, this isn't worth it. Yeah, they're probably already so like snail if, trailing with some other guy's baby gravy. <laughs> but so like if you go on Tinder and a girl's verified, that means she's been on the app too long and she's gonna want to go on a date or do something. But if a girl just downloads the app, like dude, literally that that Olivia girl that I fucked, the sorority girl, she I picked her up, didn't spend I, I boosted my profile, seven dollars, and then we talked for two seconds. She was like, Do you eat pussy? I was like, sure. And then we fucking I picked her up. The, that super hot one? Yeah. I picked her up, spent $0 on her. As I spent $7, that's what? Half of one drink total if I had taken her on a date. Yeah. And then I fucked her and dropped her off. I, I had to spend 50 bucks on the Plan B pill. <laughs> Get them on still, Amazon, dude. They're like 8 bucks. Yeah, I don't trust that, though. Plus, it's still... It, I don't know. I'm, I, I still kind of like the experience of like walking in at like 3 in the morning and then buying it in the cashier. <laughs> that is fun. It's, it's fun. It's fun. I almost want to like... I remember I had to get Plan B with this girl once, and she was like, don't. She don't walked like, in with you? Yeah. She was like, don't don't make it obvious or something, like, to be discreet. <laughs> and then I just went, hey, do you guys have Plan B? Like, I screamed it. <laughs> and then she, she, like, was ringing us up, and I was like, fetus deletus. <laughs> what did she say? Yeah, who cares, right? I don't remember. I don't even remember who it was. That's crazy. Yeah, but the Tinder, there's a whole, like, algorithm with Tinder, and so it's like, I'll swipe once a day. I'll literally like I'll be shitting. And I'll swipe on like three accounts and then I won't. So I yeah, you got to play the algorithm. So I'll, I'll open up the app, swipe on three chicks, and then I'll just open. I'll like close out the app. Like I'll you know swipe up and swipe out of the app, 
And then within five minutes, it'll be like, someone new likes you. And then I'll go and then swipe and then I'll match with somebody because they, they want me to stay engaged with the app because that's how you see the ads and that's how they make their money. Um, so your dick is actually fueling an economy. I mean, I don't know about an economy, but it's going into somebody's pockets. <laughs> and I'm going into pockets. <laughs> Prison pocket. <laughs> I've actually never fucked a chick in the ass off Tinder. Off Tinder. I fucked a chick in the ass once. And I ended up... So I was super nervous because I thought something was going to come out, you know? So I was always <laughs> like, no anal for me. I'm good. Thanks. And then I met this girl once that was like really into it. And she was like, I want you to fuck me in the ass. And I was like, okay, I'll try it out. And then I was banging her. She's like, come in my ass. I obliged. And then I obliged. I, I finished. And then I roll over. And I was like, oh, like I looked down at my dick spotless. I was like, that, really? was, that was great. That was that was pretty cool. Not great, but it was cool. And I, I mean, I was kind of on edge the whole time, like any moment now. <laughs> But then I roll over, and then the sheets kind of got stuck on my ass, and I, I pull them out. I look down. I left this huge skin mark on her pristine white sheets. <laughs> I was so worried about her asshole, I forgot about mine. You don't wipe? I do. I, I don't know. You have a skid mark if you wipe from just it touching, bro. You got it. It was, it was like up in there. <laughs> and like your sphincter relaxes a bit when you come, too. Yeah. I, I shit when I come. I only fucked a chick in the ass once, and it was my ex-girlfriend, and it was before school, and it was this is when we were in high school together, and we were literally it was on modified modified Mondays, so like on Mon normally school would start at eight, on Mondays it would start at like nine fifty, and so like her parents just didn't know that, and so they would just like drop her off at eight, and then she would just like walk to my house, and we would just fuck every Monday, <laughs> and this one time you know we had finished fucking, and then she was just like laying there, and then you know I laid down next to her or whatever, and then we just started like dry humping while naked and then we just started fucking like, i just started fucking her in the ass and then it was like it wasn't like it was it was actually kind of fun but like then at the same time it dude it smelled like shit and then my dick smelled like asshole and i didn't have time to take a shower because we had to go to school and so i went to school and i was sitting in my first period and i was wearing shorts like because I, I didn't realize i was going to smell like through my shorts or whatever and i didn't even have time to like wash my dick like she sucked my dick a little bit just to like clean it off i remember that and then i go i'm sitting down in class math class First period, and there was this kid, this fat-ass kid. Uh, his name was Tony Hoover. And I'll never forget it. This kid literally looks at me, and he goes, nice. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, bro, you fuck some chick in the ass? And I was like, <laughs> I was like what? And, he go, and he's like, dude, I can fucking smell it from here. And he like was sitting at the, like a desk like three, four feet away from me. And I was like, what? And then, you know, prison I, now. And then I could smell, I could still smell it. And then I literally like went to the history hall bathrooms and like scrubbed my dick in the sink and like was just like paranoid the whole time because I thought somebody was going to like walk in. That's crazy that he just smelled it. that off you. Yeah. And, like knew the whole situation. I was wearing short shorts. So like I'm pretty sure other people probably smelled it too. <clears throat> Yeah, but like if I smell shit on a guy, that wouldn't be my first. Yeah, I think like he shitted himself. Yeah, or something. I wouldn't think. Oh, you fucked a girl in the ass. Dude, I, I got actually, kicked out of class once. Kudos, I, kudos I to. Like, hold on, real quick. Just kudos to that guy though for like like he must see me as like a god. He's like this guy must have gotten some pussy, bro. He didn't think he. Yeah, he could have fucked a guy in the ass. Yeah, I mean he knew that I was cool. <laughs> anyway, you got kicked out of class once. 
Just yeah, once. I was, just uh, once. I was in. I got kicked out of class all the time. But this one time, I, I was in high school. I was in math class or something, and I was like, "Look, I'm a magician." <laughs> I put my textbook on my lap, and I was like flexing my boner while I was like holding my <laughs> hands, and like the book was floating. And the teacher just goes, "Eli, get out now!" And I had this, and I was still fucking rock hard. So you know, back in high school, they just popped up all the time aggressively so i just like stood up and like i was like covering my boner with my book and i like waddled out like with a smirk really you get boners in class i never really got boners in class i i I jerked off at school one time that's it in the same history hall bathroom in the handicap stall i jerked off once in class what yeah so the first i would say age 12 to 14 nothing would come out when i jerked off to 14 yeah were you just doing it wrong or were you your body? no i would come but nothing would come out <laughs> like i had no pubes or hair on my balls or anything <laughs> okay dude but your dick would get hard yeah dicks <laughs> dicks always get hard like my i remember my little brother would get boners when yo dude when like my mom was changing his diaper i remember i saw it once and he was like a baby i I don't think you. I don't think you remember that right. <laughs> I think you're misremembering that, my friend. No, dude, because it just it's a it's like a reflex. It just it just pops up. Bro, and a baby did not get a boner, dog. I, he may have been like two or three, but he was like down there. He was I'm gonna ask Google right now how with the youngest man. I don't think you want to put that in your Google search history. Youngest, man. How old do how? I'm gonna ask how. What age do erections start? Yeah, that sounds that, more scientific what than age hunting for baby dicks. Erections start. I remember when I was a kid, it I used says to get 11 and 11 and a half years old is the average age. However, it could begin anywhere between nine and 15 years. When can you start getting hard? What the fuck? When can you start getting hard? Boys can get erections when the penis gets stiff. What? Like we didn't know what that was. All of their life. Yeah. Erections are caused by the increased blood flow into the penis. Erections may happen at any time. Dude, what would you have done if your mom just started sucking it? <laughs> She's like, ooh, is this for me? What the fuck? <laughs> well, at the time, I mean. Can I you still I picture it? So like when you told me that, was like uh, the image of his dick in your head? Or were you just saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, like a little, it was like a little pinky, dude. <laughs> but, but it was, it was just, like. There was this kid, and dude, do you remember how old were you when you saw? Like, I remember I started laughing and staring. I started pointing. I was like, "How old were you?" Look. Eight, old, eight, eight or Why nine. are you watching him get his diaper changed? You sicko! I don't know. That happened a lot. How old were you when you saw like another kid's dick, like like at school? Like, there's this kid. His name was Dominic Desantis, and he used to fucking pull his pants all the way down to his ankles at the urinal. And one time he did that, and I saw his dick. It looked like a little rocket ship because, he, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, we had this one kid that would print out porn on his family computer and then he'd come to school and be like check this out what and he was like a total like sex pervert and he was like i had a few friends this is probably fifth or sixth grade that would talk about porn and they would show me it and stuff and i was like you guys are fucked up like i thought i was like girls are gross naked girls are gross porn's insane like i don't want that anywhere near me and then Dude, actually, I got traumatized at a young age because I think I think this is around like eight or nine. I was in the AOL chat room. Dude, as soon as I found out about 
the internet, like I was blown away. I was just always on the internet, just trying to find everything. Yeah. And then I ended up in some chat rooms and I was like trying to talk to people and I wasn't, I didn't do weird shit like Mike, <laughs> like Mike pretended to be girls to like lure other people in. I didn't do shit like that. I was just, I was just, I was just like genuinely curious, like what other people are up to. Have you seen that video? Of, and then the, uh, this guy it? sent me like a porno of it was like, this is my sexy girlfriend, Erica. And this chick with like huge tits was just spreading her pussy and just eating popcorn. Jesus. And and I saw it. It like came into my email and I opened it and I'm like, I was too young for this. So this wasn't, there was no part of me that was like attracted to this or into this. It like scared me. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I told my mom and my mom called the cops on that guy. Yeah, on a random person on the internet. She called the cops. The police came over. I remember thinking at this time that I shouldn't have told my mom because I even the cops showed even up. as a small child, I knew that a police officer was not gonna be able to do anything. And I have this memory of just this fucking big jacked cop just sitting at my family computer, just scrolling through porn and being like, Yeah, well, you should probably delete this. <laughs> like what what the fuck is a cop gonna do and also that's not illegal well i guess it is illegal to send a kid adult material yeah but but how like there's no way you're gonna find the culprit you know <laughs> you see that video of uh but i used to but for like years maybe like a year after that i used to have like fears that like a naked woman was gonna come into my room at night like i was scared awesome i was scared of nudity and what changed? Why are you not scared anymore? Puberty. What was the first time you ever jerked off after that? First time I ever jerked off, I was in Hawaii. Really? <laughs> yeah, and I was just... <laughs> okay, first time I jerked off, I was in Hawaii. Um, I, I was on vacation with my family. And I was just... Uh, the, the motion I was doing was called feeding the duck, where you have basically your... your your fingers are going down the shaft, but your dick is like going into your palm. Okay, I know what you're talking about. And, and no one taught me that. I just, I was just playing around. I was literally just like feeling different parts of my body. And then I started playing with my wiener until an explosion happened. And I was like, holy shit. I thought you said nothing came out. That was crazy. Well, it felt like an explosion. Oh, 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 oh. No, but nothing came out. You think your dick's gotten bigger? Absolutely. Really? Like... I don't know. I just feel like I haven't like paid attention. Like I measured my dick when I was in high school and it was seven and three quarters. And so like now I've I mean, I haven't measured it since high school, but I feel like it's the same size. Like I really, it, it seems like the same fucking size. Like it's not noticeably any bigger. It hasn't gotten, it hasn't gotten any smaller, but like I'm, you know, well, sometimes know. I'll jerk off with two hands and it's the same size as it was 10 years ago. So I'm like, I don't know if my dick was like, if it just didn't get the update. I didn't really use my dick in high school. So I don't remember, but what do you mean, but, uh, so after I jerked off oh. that first time, when we got back home, I had the it, I had it in my mind that what did you even jerk off to in Hawaii? Uh, nothing. What? I was I I was I wasn't trying to jerk off. It was an accident. Okay, I got you. But what I gained from that, the knowledge that I gained from that experience was that I could do that. I thought that I could do that to any body part. So. <laughs> So I started jerking off my index finger because it kind of looked like my dick. 
And I was like, oh, I could just make any body part have an orgasm. <laughs> so I, I started jerking off my fingers. And there was like this 30-minute window where I would get home like a little bit before my parents. Yeah. And then like I would hear the garage open and my mom would come home. And I would have to stop jerking my fingers off. And <laughs> this went on for like weeks. Oh like I God. kept thinking I just didn't have enough time to finish. <laughs> so after like weeks of jerking off my fingers... I just went back to jerking off my dick. <laughs> now I used to fuck in like in middle school. I used to fucking jerk off like a motherfucker. Like I, I was like, like I would go home and jerk off, and I would like, I started like, dude, like getting like D's and F's because I just wouldn't do my homework. I would just spend my all the time just jacking off, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I would jerk off to my teacher. I would jerk off. Uh, there was this girl. Uh, uh, I don't want to say her name, but uh, I ended up fucking her years later, which is pretty cool because she was like my middle school crush, and then I, I sealed the deal like 10 years later. Uh, but, um, dude, I would go home and jerk off. And so the first time I ever jerked off was in the shower, and so I thought that you could only jerk off in the shower. And so I would literally like take showers. Like my, my stepdad wouldn't go home until 6 o'clock because he would get, get off work at 5, and he'd have to go pick up my little brother. And then so I would jerk off. I would get home at like 2, take a shower, jerk off take a shower at four jerk off and then at like five thirty, or take a quick shower and jerk off and i would just like always just be beating off to this one girl and then did i would i so like i started failing my classes and my stepdad put me in these uh like tutoring like this tutoring lady and it was in the next neighborhood over like from from my place and so i would walk there and then i would just be like oh like I'm, I, I i feel like i have to get like i'm getting sick uh, I'm going to have diarrhea. And then I would just like leave like five minutes into the session. And then I just eventually just stopped going and I would just go home and jerk off. And then my stepdad caught on. What's the most you've jerked off in a day? Six. Yeah, same. Six. And nothing was coming out by then. You ever jerk off so much that your dick like it's all swollen and it looks like you like you got stung by a bee? Yeah, I jerked off before an ice bath once and it hurt really bad. <laughs> you know, you can't get a boner in an ice bath. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I tried to when we were in high school. Somebody, <laughs> somebody told us that, and I was like, "Yeah, right, dude." And we were just like watching. Porn. <laughs> yeah, right. I can get a boner anywhere. <laughs> I mean, you really can't. I tried to get like a half chub going and then get in. It still didn't work. Dude, I'm not super big on jerking off. I've probably jerked off maybe once or twice in the last month. What the fuck? Yeah, I I don't like how it makes me feel. I like what after. Do you mean? I, like if I jerk off, then I'm just like alone, just covered in goo, and I you got blow it on your, to do. You blow it on yourself. I mean, it, it gets there sometimes. I've came on my own face accidentally. Yeah, like a lot. Okay, I don't know about a lot. Like, I, like I related, way too many times. I related it first because <laughs> what I do, I'll put a paper towel or a tissue on my stomach and just like blast onto the tissue. And then sometimes, you know, you just overshoot. Like today, like literally 10 minutes before you got here, I fucking blasted on something that got on my chest. Brandon Lejean blocked me on Snapchat because one time I, I jacked off and it got on my chest and I took a selfie with it on my chest. <laughs> and I sent it to a bunch of people. And then he was he blocked me and I was like, dude, what the hell? And, he's, and I was like, dude, grow up. You've never seen a little cum on your friend's chest before. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking gross. Grow up, dude. <laughs> No, I don't. I I used to like jerking off when I would just do a bunch of cocaine or a bunch of crack. You've done crack? Yeah, a bunch of times. What the fuck? Yeah, it's kind of nice to just do a bunch of crack and then just jerk off for like six hours. And Have you, you really just, done that? Yeah. When was the last time you smoked crack? 
Oh, it's been years. Oh. How old are you again? 31? Yeah. Nice. Because I always knew that I had the ability to do a lot of drugs with without having it change me. Yeah, I remember when you we were all on a show at Gallagher's and you fucking did DMT before you got on stage. I was like, bro, this guy's fucking retarded, bro. <laughs> There's like 80 people there. And I was like, what the fuck? We were like on the patio. Yeah, because Dom was there and you offered him like a hit and he thought it was like a vape. And before you did, you were like, oh, that's DMT. And he's like, what the fuck? I don't want to do DMT right now. We're like at downtown Huntington, it's like the worst place ever to like have a trip. Wait, was that that little bar in a... Downtown Huntington Beach? Yeah, Gallagher's Pub. With that the outside patio on the oh, show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I met Dom, I think. Probably. Probably. I met I met Mike at Chatterbox and then I met you at the comedy store through Mike. And I was thought you were, I thought you were weird. You were wearing like a fur coat or something. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy, dude? In LA? <laughs> yeah. At the comedy store, I swear you were wearing like a fur coat or something. In my head it was purple. I don't know why. It was probably a robe. Oh, was it? It's probably a fuzzy blue robe. We met in like passing, and he was like, "Oh, this is Eli." And I was like, "Oh, hey, man, what's up? Nice to meet you." And then we followed each other on Instagram. But I remember you were wearing something crazy, and I was like, "What's this guy's deal?" Yeah, I had no taste in in style for a long time. Now I just kind of dress like I'm going to the gym all the time, and it just kind of works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, Mike sent me a picture he took of me with Eddie Bravo, like four or five years ago, and I'm wearing like a Hawaiian shirt with gym shorts and striped socks and running <laughs> shoes. And I was like, damn, people don't appreciate how much. How far I've, you've I've come. T- yeah. <laughs> how much I've turned this around. But also, who cares what you fucking dress like? Who gives a fuck? I wear the same thing every fucking day. Well, I, I, looking good is important. I don't think I don't look not good in it. It's just Most comedians do. Comedians are bad at style, I've noticed. Yeah, even when they get money, it, it gets worse somehow. Yeah, like who's like Mike is stylish. Well, like you gotta, you gotta decorate that. Eaton. Yeah. 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 You can't just walk out. Xavier's pretty stylish. Plain tree. Cardona. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some drip. Uh, Brandon used to care about. Brandon Lejean used to like have like all sorts of shoes and shit. And then I took him to Harrisburg and I saw him on stage wearing like just regular Vans. I was like, bro, where'd you fall off? He used to wear like crazy Jordans on stage for like like a five minute showcase spot. <laughs> You'd be like, what the fuck? There's a, a period in time where his his bio on Instagram was the shoe comic. <laughs> hey, we're all trying to find our lane, man. And then he graduated from that. But yeah, and that, now he just doesn't wear nice shoes at all. But I still think that if he if he he had like a big show or something, he would he'd probably style out. But I wear the same thing. Dude, I did a fucking theater and I wore sweats and a fucking hoodie. There's this guy. Uh, do you know Gary Cannon out in L.A.? No. Uh, very funny guy. He literally fucking. Just all he does is clown on people. And so that's where I got the whole, uh, you know, somebody will post like a, a thing for a show and then I'll reply to it. I'm not sure if I've done it to you, but I'll reply to it and just be like, just called the venue. Plenty of tickets have left. Plenty of tickets available. Shit like that. Or like he'll comment on like my post. Like I'll post like that I'm doing a show and he'll he'll reply to it and just be like, who dropped out? You sent me a screenshot of you saying that to someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do it to people all the time. It's fucking hilarious because it's either they, they think it's hilarious or they get mad, which makes it funnier. And then it's just like, ah, they're not, they don't get it. Just, yeah, either it's funny to us or it's funny to me. <laughs> either way, it's funny to me. Yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, but he, dude, so this Gary guy, he posts, you know how all of those people from LA are posting that they got like Netflix, uh, the Netflix is a joke 
festival stuff. Yeah. And it's literally just like their headshot with like the logo or whatever and then like what show they're doing. So Gary posted like his his best buddy is this guy named Josh Nasser who's a who's a comic out in LA and he po- who who's not Larry's son. <laughs> yeah, the gym doctor. Uh and so he posted a an edited photo like hit this dude's headshot. He didn't make the Netflix is a joke thing and he's like and he was like new addition to the thing and it was it was you know Josh Nasser at the bottom said the comedy chateau at 2:30 a.m. Netflix is a joke. Uh, thing or whatever and it was just so fucking like he just literally all he does is just troll people I don't know why this got brought up at all and there was a there was a story I was giving you backstory to this guy oh yeah so he always responds to my story now because he saw me do this fucking theater gig where I was wearing sweats and a hoodie and he was like and he wears like a suit on stage like every time he performs this guy wears a suit and he's like he's like oh man you really dressed up huh I was like uh, every single time he's like you're gonna wear sweats it's just like no dude but he's a, he's the warm up act for uh, the Voice and like all those game shows. That fool makes bank just literally going and doing like and just bombing sets at four p.m. in front of studio audiences. I've never seen it, but there's no way he does good, right? It's like families at like four p.m. at a taping of Wheel of Fortune. There's no way he goes out there and just levels. Yeah. There's no way, and plus all those they people. they might have like a laugh sign. Have you been to one of those tapings that they like tell you to laugh and clap and stuff? No, I've seen I've seen it in movies, but I've never been to one. But it's also like these people have also been standing outside the studio for like three hours, because they film like five six shows in a row with different audiences. So these people have been standing outside since like ten in the morning, and then he has to go in front of them at like four p.m. and be like, "Fucking, what's with Viagra or whatever he talks about?" There's no way he does good. Yeah, you know Viagra reduces your chance of getting Alzheimer's by sixty nine percent. Is that actually true? Yeah, real number, 69. Where'd Hilarious. you get that from? Internet. <laughs> Where would they even, how would they even do that study? Hey, you remember when you mm. took this pill? Yep. Hey, there you go. Yeah, they he's, probably have like, cured. I mean, dude, a lot of people are on Viagra. A lot of old people are on Viagra. So they have a pretty good population. Ha- to have you ever taken one? From. Yeah, yeah. What? Why? I'm definitely taking, dude, I used to microdose Viagra because of that stat. Are you serious? Yeah. It, it, How do you microdose Viagra? Isn't it just a pill? You just cut it in you, half? You just take like a little nibble off it. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't think that's how it works. It's not an edible. Uh, well, I don't have Alzheimer's. <laughs> At least you don't And think. I'm rock hard. <laughs> Cialis is better, though. Cialis will make your dick bigger and harder, and it lasts for like three days, and it like feels better. It's... And it's it's healthy too. It's like good for how you. How does it? How does the pill know what to make hard? Like, what if like your toe gets all stubbed up or something, and like you fucking like you, know, you like stub your toe and it like it turns into concrete or something? Like, how does your how does the pill know to just only make your dick hard? Well, your dick's the only thing that inflates with more blood. Everything else is getting blood flow. Can't your brain? Doesn't your brain like like the ebbs and flows of like the? Uh... No, it's encased. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, but that's how you get like an aneurysm is when it starts pressing against the skull cavity. You know, I don't I don't think dick pills can make your brain explode. Otherwise, we'd know about that. Or they just don't want you to know. I you would have th- heard about it. You're you're a conspiracy theory guy. Do you think they cured cancer and they just hide it from us? For sure. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. There's a solution to everything. The and the lack thereof is more profitable isn't that kind of weird that they cured hiv though like like they just like the cure is just out there 
Like it's a thing. Is it kind of weird? Well, yeah. It's like why would they release that cure but not cancer? Well, it's like why not just hide them all? Not only do I think that there's a cure for cancer, I think they're intentionally giving people cancer. How would they even do that? By poisoning our food. Didn't you just hear the Cheerios came out? 92% of Cheerios have a component in them that reduces fertility and blocks puberty. 92% of General Mills food. That's huge, dude. General GM is... Do they make Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah. Oh, shit. I had a bowl last night. Yeah, dude, you're fucked. What if you go reverse puberty, like your pubes start going back into your body? You unfuck a couple chicks. That'd be kind of dope if you could pick. When your like, card declines at the puberty store and your <laughs> pubes go back inside you. You think you'd really rather, you'd, so you'd rather die in five minutes than live forever? Yeah. You know how much you could accomplish if you lived forever? Yeah, but what does that mean? Does that mean I would never get sick? What if what if I got shot? Okay, fine. What you're is, not, where you're does not, pain tie in? You're not immortal. Like you could kill yourself. Oh, okay, then yeah. Really? Yeah. How long do you think you would you would go until you killed yourself? <laughs> Five years. <laughs> you could do that now. I'm going to. <laughs> uh, I posted this YouTube short and I was like, you guys, I just realized I can predict the future. On March 26, 2025, I'm going to die from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And then everyone was like, please don't do it. We need you. Like random people, obviously. Did you hear about, a, I don't want to say his name, but you hear about that comic who's kind of big who tried to kill himself at another comic's apartment by hanging himself off the balcony and the, <laughs> and the balcony collapsed? By kind of big, you mean physically. Yeah. It yeah. sounded like you meant career-wise. No, no, he's just a fat ass, and he like jumped off with like a noose around his neck, and the fucking balcony collapsed. Yeah, I was with him, the house owner, when we, we were all hanging out together in L.A. <laughs> for Laser and Cam Patterson's show, and we were just... It was one of those nights where everyone was fucked up, and we were hanging out till like 6 a.m. Yeah. I was just smoking weed, and we just get a, a text, <laughs> like, dude, he tried to kill himself. We open up a, a picture... <laughs> and it's the string like broke and the the balcony was broken too <laughs> but the string was like way too thin it was like too skinny of a string to be to, doing to that hanging way. yourself with so i just because it's like when mike told me about it i like i laughed for probably an hour just picturing like just like a like like just the his body like just bouncing up and then collapsing down is just so funny to me see you can't Attempt suicide if you're a comedian. You got to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, just everyone's going to make jokes about it forever. Forever. Even when you do. Even when you do. Yeah. 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 Well, so that was the funniest thing. So remember when uh, uh, like Fuquan Johnson and Kate Quigley and all them, there was like four comedians that overdosed in LA and three of them died. Yeah. I, I remember hearing about that. So like I've never done cocaine before. And so like in my head, this is how this is how like I pictured it. And I also don't know how fast like fentanyl even like takes place. And so like I pictured them like around a table like this, just all four of them. And they all just like rip a line. And then she's like, the, cause she lived, uh, remember she went into a coma and she lived, she's still alive. Uh, and I'm just, I'm just imagining like 
one of them hits it, the next guy hits it, the next one hits it, and then she hits it. And then, you know, they're just kind of sitting there and then just one by one, just each guy, like in order, just like drops dead. Like dominoes. But yeah, just falls down. And then like by the time it gets to the last one, she's just kind of like, well, I hope it wasn't the cut. <laughs> and then she passed out. This is like, but and then it just turns out Mike was like, "You're an idiot." It probably happened like an hour later, and I was like, "Oh, really?" I was like, "Oh, I, I'm willing to bet it happened similar to how you're presenting it." Just My, around like a little, table. little bit more of a delay, not an hour, probably, probably thirty minutes max. Isn't that crazy? Like ten to fifteen. You think it felt good when they died? Yeah, yeah. I actually had a joke about. How, what if it feels <laughs> really good if you get shot in the head, but like at the perfect angle? And then I actually met this guy who had a, a bullet lodged in his brain from the Aurora, Colorado shooting. What? Yeah, yeah. He got shot in the head by him and it, it like grazed it to where he, he was in a coma for a little bit, but he was totally fine now. And he just can't walk through a fucking x ray machine or have an MRI. <laughs> I, I fucking Can you imagine I don't re- I don't remember exactly what he said, but how'd you meet this guy? Uh, I was living in Arizona. Oh, that's weird. That's the second time I brought up Arizona. I, I never talk about Arizona. I didn't even know but, you lived there. Yeah, I lived there for two years in total. Huh? Lived there for a year, then moved back to California, then a year again. It's nice out there. Arizona's dope, but that's like. Mass shootings, like, did you talk to the guy about, like, how it went down or anything? Oh, yeah. What yeah, I don't remember. That was, like, the peak of my drug addiction. Really? Um, did I would have yeah, so that was when questions. I totaled a car on Quaaludes. <laughs> I, I was f- taking this chick on a date. Wolf of Wall Street just came out. This chick was from Long Island. <laughs> and I'm, like, <laughs> I was working at a mortgage brokerage. Or I just quit or something. And I, like, went to take this chick on a date. And I'm driving... A rental car because I had just totaled my other car, and it was like a it was a Lexus or, or no I think that I think the engine just exploded I don't think it was my fault and then I was in a rental Lexus like a loaner that was like a sixty thousand dollar car and I ended up getting quaaludes at some point through some dude that I don't even knew know some that, people from South Africa I guess they still make South African quaaludes they mix what it is- with Benadryl. What is Quaaludes? Have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. They're, once, once or twice. Basically. It was long as fuck. It just makes you feel like spaghetti. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. Okay. You like lose muscle control. And you just turn into a retarded person. But I wanted to experience everything. So I I, and I was t- I took those the night before. And then the next day it was still in my system. And I was like, yeah, let's go get some food. And then, and then I like pick up a handle of whiskey and just take like a fat pull and then hop in the car and then I'm driving. We're not even we're like two blocks away and I turn this corner and I, I I was going too fast and I just slammed into the curb and the car was just immobile. I could not move it. And the cops came within like five minutes and this chick was came through for me. She like talked to the cops and stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, just fill out this paperwork." I was like, "Oh yeah, this car cut me off," and I like tried to swerve. And oh really? I could, but I could barely talk, and I couldn't write properly. And they handed me the paper, and I, I like went to like write my information. I was like, "I can't write. I need you to write all of this for me." <laughs> and I'm like whispering you just her met what this to chick? write. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. That's a girl you marry. Yeah, gray white buffalo. Well, I think. I think I ended up banging her friend, and then she wanted nothing to do with me. It's worth it. Yeah, she was my neighbor. 
Who? The girl or the, the her friend? Uh, the the girl. Oh. Well, because if it was her friend, then it's just that's not cheating. That's just convenient. Yeah. I don't think a lot of things are cheating. And the, I I think I. Yeah, and then I had to turn that car in, and then I got a, I got a rental car. And then I was backing out, and I scraped the shit out of someone's car. And then I told my friend, and he laughed. And then he was like, dude, you got to come back. That was my friend's car. (laughs) (laughs) And I come back, and this guy's pissed. He was, like, about to fight me. And I was like, dude, my bad. Like, I I faked, like, writing a note and stuff. No way. (laughs) And he fucking knew the guy? Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) and I... I was like, my bad. Like, I'll I'll pay you. And he was like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was you. And he's like, why would you do that to anyone? I'm like, because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> what are you talking about? And then as soon as I said that, his whole demeanor, like, calmed down. He was like, oh, okay. You're just, you're just admitting shit. it. Yeah, I was like, I'm a fucking terrible person. What are you talking about? I've done that. So I ended up giving him money for the, the repair. And That's it was good. all good. That's good. I like it when people like rear end you a little bit, like at a red light, like they just didn't notice, and then you pull the whole. Dude, if you just give me two hundred bucks right now, we'll just forget about it. <laughs> I did that to an Asian lady a yeah, few months yeah. ago. Yeah, if you just give me two hundred bucks, we'll forget this ever happened. And then somehow every time I've done that, they've had two hundred bucks. Yeah, this lady didn't. Uh, I had to. She agreed to it, and then was trying to be like, "Well, actually, maybe." Like, I'm like, "Listen, like we we can get the cops here, and we can, you know, it's gonna go in your insurance." Da, da, da. Yeah. And Asian lady, of course. So I, I felt like it was my duty to bestow a, a lesson onto this Asian woman because Asian women have a history of being terrible drivers. Now, I'm an Asian supremacist. I think Asians are the master race. So this is nothing against Asians. They're better at literally everything Not except fucking. driving. Oh, what about sex? Pretty bad at that, too, actually, now that you mention it. Yeah, like the two, like that's a big one. That's kind of a big one. I mean, they're good enough with each other to make billions of people. Yeah, but good enough isn't really like like good like that. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm not really attracted to Asians, anyways. I don't know why. It's just I'm not into it. Uh, where I grew up in Orange County, my high school was like. Yeah, I grew up in Orange County too. Yeah, like eighty percent Asians. So like I, I would you know, I'm still attracted to some Asians, but they got to be like because there's some hot Asians, bro. Like the, here's the best Asian. I'm not like attracted to, like just some like full blown Chinese bitch, but like if she is like like a Japanese mom, white dad, fire, fire every time without a doubt. I can name three people I went to high school with that have uh, a, a Japanese mom and a white dad, and they would like do perfect cans, sweet ass. The, the the perfect height, their facial structure is perfectly like like parallel. Like it, dude, it's like perfection. Yeah, like twenty five percent Asian in anyone will will make them much more attractive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like at least a quarter. Yeah, there's a chick. Her name was Hannah Carey. There's another girl, Angela Stasiak, and then there's another girl, Kalika Benbo. Three of them, right off the top of my head, three of the hottest chicks. Dude, you name drop hard on this pod. Yeah, who cares? I'm complimenting them. I'm calling them hot as fuck. Like, what are you talking about? Is that a problem? I don't know. I just shooting my shot here, I Dick. Mean, okay. Well, when you when you take that approach, I, I agree. See, when it matters, so like when we talked about that guy trying to kill himself, I said I'm not going to say his name. There's another time where I said I'm not going to say their name. So you know what I mean? Yeah. But good when point. it's a compliment, I'm like, why wouldn't why wouldn't I why wouldn't I want them to know that they're hot? They know it already. Who cares? We're like thirty. Get over it. 
I'm 27. You know, the thing... I want to go back to dating apps for a second. Okay. The thing about dating apps is if I meet a chick off an app, immediately off the bat, I'm like, this chick's a whore. She's on her phone looking for dick. That doesn't make her a whore. You go on Amazon to buy shit, don't you? Yeah, that makes me a consumer. <laughs> and she's a consumer of dick. All right. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but it doesn't make her a whore. But I guess you're not on apps to try to find someone to date. You're just trying to fuck. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to fill bust to get a nut off. I feel like the women who just want to fuck have disappeared. No. From, maybe it's just because I'm living a more upstanding life now. Like, I'm genuinely not a degenerate. I'm not a piece of shit anymore. I've, I've turned a lot of things around. I don't get fucked up. I don't disrespect people. I don't fight people. I don't. Well, I do shoplift sometimes. You just, just fought but, my friend last night. What? You just fought my buddy oh, yeah. last night. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was in about? a ring. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Still counts. That's crazy. He lo- he put a video on his story, and I watched it. He low-key kind of pieced you up. Yeah. Just in that clip, anyway. I don't know how the whole fight went. Yeah, he, he definitely got me in the second round. I was like, I got... The the first round was was all right, and then I got hit a few times, and I was just like, dude, I don't even want to do this. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like like, why am I even doing this? <laughs> like, I'm so much better at so many other things. Uh, and I don't get punched in the face doing any of them. I don't even want to do this. That's so funny. Yeah. How did, how did, how did, how did you guys even make the connection that you guys knew me? Uh, I just went up to him and said, what's up? And, you know, good shit. You got, he's got quite a future if he, if he continues fighting. He's only 20. Yeah, dude. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's huge. He's yeah. He's he's like, I think he's got like five pounds on me, which isn't much. But like I'm, like two oh nine. I think he's two twelve. And then, oh, uh, like we we exchanged four. Instagrams. His middle name is also Eli, so we were like connecting on that because his mom was there, and I oh, was yeah. kind of like I was kind of like, why is your mom here, dude? And it's like. And then I, I was like, oh, yeah, you should come to Creek. Me and Galen will be hanging out. He's like, oh, I'm not 21 till March. I'm like, fuck, cool, dude. That's so funny. Yeah, no, he's, he, it's so funny because he was talking about, dude, all week, talking about, like, fighting, like he, had, like he had a fight. And I was like, all right, that's cool, you know. And it was so funny because I was like, oh, like, can I buy tickets? Like, can I show up? And I just totally forgot about it. It would have been so fucking funny if I walked in there and saw your ass. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then you're just fighting him. I, I probably would have had, like, like, a weird, like, existential, like, like none of this is real. Like, yeah. How, like, how, did you, how the fuck do you guys... What is I, this, a crossover episode? Yeah, literally. I texted him and I was like, dude, you guys only met each other because you guys are you guys are in a subplot episode of the main character, G- Galen Nash show. But I was like, dude, if all the people... in It's like, dude, if you really think about it, the world's... It's either a simulation or it's not actually that big. China's not real. No, I don't agree with that. Uh, well, it is a simulation, but... Has to be. How else would... Do, here's, here's the thing, man. Most people are like delivery drivers or cashiers or in an office or, or or something. And there's very few people to scale that are actually out there trying to accomplish things in terms of like doing shows, doing fights, doing art, making music, that, yeah. that kind of like creative stuff. And those industries kind of cross over with each other. So that's why with a lot of conspiracy theory stuff, you'll see like these names pop up and you're like, oh, they're connected to these guys and they're linked with each other. And 
they they try to make it seem like it's more of a conspiracy theory than it is. But in reality, the the pinnacle of any industry, the the population shrinks as you go up the mountain, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, there's very few people at the top. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, we're... I mean, as far as Austin comedy goes, we're, like, second tier. Mm -hmm. And, like, we, we know enough people to where... Austin just has that vibe to it. But like we've also met so many people too. It, it's crazy when I travel and I'll, I'll see people that I recognize and like we've shared experiences together. It is crazy how small the world is. It's cuz nobody disappears. I mean like people die all, all the time. But like I don't know. I I think about this girl that I went to boarding school with that talked about how she used to have her dog eat her out and like that chick's just still out there okay she's just still out there you know all these people that you've had encounters with are just still out there so like there's only so many people that are our age i've thought about that sometimes when a lot of these tinder chicks uh that are down to just fuck part of the whole thing of them just downloading it is usually like their boyfriend had just cheated on them and so they're like well i'm gonna go fuck a guy like they break up and i'm gonna go fuck a guy instead you know and so then there's times where we're you know we're at a bar and we're talking and she tells me that and i'm like well how long did you guys break up she's like two days ago it's like oh that guy's still thinking about you and so like when i'm fucking you know or like when she's like sucking my cock and i'm just laying there like just taking it and i'm just like in my head i've thought about this multiple times where it's just like dude i wonder like like where her boyfriend is right now and if he's thinking about her just like like in his head just being like i wonder what she's doing right now and then it's just cock in her mouth like 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 there's you know what i mean like because like somewhere he's out there somewhere is existing well i've been on the other side of that anytime i i mean i'm not actually but if a girl i'm talking to doesn't text me back within like an hour i'm like oh she's being tag teamed by five black guys <laughs> like that's nothing, for sure nothing happening. wrong with that which makes uh, breakups easier, by the way. I just, I just would visualize my, the, my first girlfriend when we broke up, and I like missed her, but I like knew it was for the best. I would just visualize her just getting wrecked. That's crazy. Until, uh, until it got to a point where I was like, okay, doesn't bother me, and then I was over. I just, I just kind of every time anything I've ever cared about, I just kind of like, I just get over it. Like it's, it's very weird, like how I kind of just like I just block shit out like a lot. And I think it's just like a, I don't know, maybe a coping mechanism from when, you know, I would get bullied or something as a kid. But because like even even if it's like stuff that matters too. like I'm not even talking about like girls I was dating, like, dude, like my aunt passed away and she like helped raise me. She passed away in August. Um, I think it was August 19th. I'm not I, I'm not too sure on the day. I kind of blocked it out. Uh, but I didn't even like post on I didn't even give like put I was going to put like a grid post on Instagram. And then, but since then, I, like like a week later, I kind of just blocked it out and just don't think about it. And so I just haven't posted. Yeah, I'm like I just that blocked too. Blocked it out. I wasn't thinking about her taking five dicks. You know what I mean? I was just it just kind of just disappeared from my mind. And it, <laughs> well, that was your aunt. Yeah, but it like I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like it just kind of disappeared from my mind, and I wasn't even trying to. It just happens that way. So yeah, I think I'm pretty good at dealing with loss. Yeah, so it's not. Like, I broke up with another chick, and then she almost immediately, like, moved in with this other guy. And I was I was happy about it. I was like, oh, like, because I was worried that, like, I've, like, fucked her up emotionally or something. She was going to go off the rails or something, like, dye her hair and do a bunch of drugs. <laughs> you know, and I didn't want to have that impact. I like leaving women better than I found them. 
but found them <laughs> like stray dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but like the fact that she was some other dude's problem now, it's like, well, whatever she's going through, it's his fault now. Yeah. And it made it easier to move on to because I would rather break up with a girl and then she goes on to date another guy and like falls in love and they have a family or whatever versus her just going around you know, feeling empty and trying to fill that hole with a bunch of dicks. That happened to me. My ex-girlfriend from high school, she's engaged now. They might be married now. I don't know. We don't follow each other or anything. But, um, yeah, she got engaged. Like, dude, the, the, the guy right after me, they've been together ever since. And it's been like five, six years. And it's like, but I, I hope the best for them because I'm like, yeah, shit, dude. Like, like, you know, I hope that guy makes a ton of money because, like, what if I fucking, you know, make it? I don't want this bitch, like, coming after me. I think the reason why there's less women that just want to fuck now is because I'm actually capable of sustaining a family. Like, I have a house and income and stuff, and I feel like chicks, like, want to marry me or something. Yeah. I don't know. You just rip ass. I'm about to. Dude, my pillow. My, I put my face on that. We're on your couch. Yeah, but you're sitting on my pillow, though. No, your pillow's on the other side. It's a big pillow. The pillow ends here. Oh, okay. All right. My asshole's over here. <laughs> okay. Dude, I just got this couch, you a-hole. It was left here. Technically, that means I still just got it, though. Dude, I, when I was in high school, or maybe elementary or middle school i made up a rumor about myself that (laughs) i told people at school that the way i jerked off was by putting uh filling like a ziploc bag with vaseline and putting two sponges around it and like rubber banding wrapping it or something like crazy don't people actually do that though yeah, I, I think I may have heard it on the internet or something. I never have done that. But I told a bunch of people that's that's how I do. And then they all started doing it. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever suck your dick? Have you, have you I ever cannot. Su- oh, I've, I've done it. No, I... Not, you can't do it straight up, but if you find a wall and you get on, like, your shoulders and you flip your legs over the backside and then just use your hands to pull... Like your your thighs from the back down, you can put your dick in your own mouth. I did it in middle school. You want me to try it right now? No. You want to film we, it? Because we don't have maybe after the podcast. <laughs> Dude, I had a dream the other night that I fucking did it, and I like put my dick in my mouth. I don't know. It just wasn't like, and it's funny because I didn't suck my own dick. And just, you woke up just blowing your dog. It's a girl. And I don't eat pussy. You don't. No. Ever. I mean, I have. But it's not like dude, I'm banging these skanks, dog. Like I'm not just like <laughs> I don't put my mouth there. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's funny because when like I've said that to some some chick, she's like, "What?" But but I could suck your dick. I'm like, "You can if you want." <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to eat your pussy. I just fucking met your ass. Like fucking that's like girlfriend shit. Especially if it's like on Tinder, and they just got railed out by you know three guys this week. I'm like, dude, my mouth means something to me. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it is your money maker. Yeah, it's it's everything. I, I kiss my mom with this mouth. You want me to just put it next to some chick's asshole's cum stripping out of her from Jonathan from last... You know what I mean? No, I'm not. I actually, I have a joke like that. I really? Say, I say, I don't eat pussy in Austin because I don't like the taste of other dudes' cum. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, but seriously, it's like, no. 
Now I've been in, I've banged chicks multiple times and then eat, I'll eat them out. Cause I'm like, all right, cool. I'm the only one fucking you now. And it's like, whatever. But it's like, I don't trust these chicks. I've Dude, had I chicks. Hope no th- women listen to this. Huh? <laughs> I hope no women listen to this. <laughs> it's actually the audience is 26% women, which is more than you would think. Yeah. That's way higher than you would think. Bro. Can we talk about, uh, that Daniel Tosh special at the Irvine improv? Yeah, that was completely serious, filmed in 2007. Completely serious? I was just watching that the other night. That is this, one of the best specials of all time. Yeah, this podcast <clears throat> is, like, the name of this podcast is like an ode to Completely Serious. This is called Barely Serious. It's Completely Serious. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. That special is amazing. Yeah, man. When I named this podcast, I was thinking of that special, and I was like, oh, why don't I just rip that off? <laughs> that, yeah. Completely, <laughs> well, dude, you got to rip off everything these days there's originality i didn't is, rip it off I, it was just inspired by yeah yeah in but everything should be influenced by something else like mm-hmm. trying to make something up out of nothing is impossible because everything already exists well let me you just have to shuffle and so that's reorganize that's how i know that this whole thing is like a simulation type of thing i don't think i don't even think we really die like like literally so you're telling me that like what three thousand years ago the earth was just stones, dirt, air, water. And now we have cars and planes and from what? Dirt and air? Fuck yourself. That's not real. We um, turned, we turned, uh, uh, you well, could take a photo. A there's still... metal in the dirt. Okay. But what's a photograph? What is a photograph? It depends what medium. I'm able to just take a picture of you just sitting there forever. It's, uh. No way. No way. That's a good question. I don't really know. Yeah, how to no explain way. That. That's not real. This is the type of shit I have panic attacks over because I'll literally. Well, that's why I delved into the psychedelics so deeply. I don't want to do that because I the real stuff like that scares me enough sober. I don't need to fucking trip out about shit that's also not there at all. Well, according to quantum mechanics, everything's made of light. Everything's waves, and we just interpret things as real because. It's not that you die, just your fucking body is like a rental car. Yeah. And you just yeah. you take it for a ride and then you crash it into the into a wall and then that's gone. But like the driver, your fucking your soul or spirit your consciousness, yeah. That that is infinite. Do you believe that? Yeah. 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 And there's a lot of proof for reincarnation. There's a ton of little there's kids. Proof? Oh yeah. There's so many little kids. That, like, before age six, usually. Like, age two to six. Well, like, there was this one in specific. He was like, Mommy, I used to be a black woman in Chicago. And they're like, what? And then they found the family, and they showed the kid a picture of the family. And he pointed at all of them, knew all their names. And he was like, yeah, that was me. And the mom had just died, like, months before the kid was born. What? And this happens a lot. That's bullshit. Dude, there, there's so many instances of that happening. It's very, very common. But you think about it, dude. You don't... Kids, instantly, as soon as we're born, we start getting programmed with Disney movies and school to become a factory worker. All this bullshit to try to turn us into slaves, which is why humans were created in the first place, according to the Sumerian tablets and the oldest documents on Earth. Because the Anunnaki, which are these alien dudes, didn't want to do the work. So they wanted to make a slave force to do the work. And if you look at how humanity goes, it's still continuing in that pattern. The whole purpose of humanity is to rise up to a point where you have people working below you so you don't have to do all the dirty work yeah. and you can enjoy your free time. 
Humanity is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> okay, would you rather uh, would you rather know what you used to be in the past life or know what you're about to be in the next one? Uh, neither. I don't really care. You don't care. I'll you find out you when I die. Huh? What if you're like an ant? I mean, I have no control over it, or maybe I do, but not in this lifetime. I think I need to what be reunited that? with the creator to make my next move. What was that story? Oh, it's not a story. It's you know Logic, the rapper. Yeah, of course. So his uh, album, uh, Everybody, and his album Everybody, it follows this character, and the first like skit or whatever is this thing where he's in the waiting room. The egg. What? The egg by Andy Weir. What? The Waiting Room is a short story by Andy Weir called The Egg. And it's where he lived every life as everybody? Yes. Yeah. And so every time, every every person he's ever met is actually himself? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. We're all one. We're, we're all one consciousness just split into little bits. Yeah. Me asking you if we're different is like my hand asking my foot if they're different. It's like we're attached yeah. to the same being, you know? But also every cell in our body is conscious too. Yeah. Because it's actively working to create. And I've I've spent a lot of time wondering why thinking about work and how, like, I, I don't want to work. That's, I don't like working. That's kind of my whole thing. Yeah, it sucks. <clears throat> but, like, why work? Why, why have we been working? And I realized that you need to put in work to feel good and to live like on a microscopic level cells are dividing and building and i saw a meme that was like a close-up of like a eukaryotic cell <laughs> and it's like it's like why are they working without profit incentive and i thought about that for a while and i was like okay well you have to like eating is work and work is essentially violence like construction, banging a hammer, sawing things, eating food. You're killing an animal. You're ripping their flesh with your teeth. Or even plants. You're killing and eating. Like it's, it's violent. Yeah. So violence and work are, are kind of similar. And you need to commit acts of violence to survive and also to feel good. Because you need to build things to feel accomplished. If that even if that is your own body. Right. Like after you put in the work in the gym, you feel better. Yeah. And also that that's what the immune system is. The immune system is just tiny wars going on. It's pretty cool. You ever think about that? Like I, I've taken like like I'll take a hit of like Dayquil and be like, here comes the, the atom bomb sending reinforcements to my squadron. I think about that all the time. And then I like in my head, like when I was a little kid, I would take medicine and then I would just imagine like I would fall asleep just picturing like people fighting. That probably helped you. What? That probably helped you heal. Like psychologically? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know about like the hermetic texts, though, the Atlantean or no. any of those ancient shit? Okay. Well, that's basically where all the white chicks talking about manifestation comes from. It comes from these ancient beings, which have you heard of Hermes? Yeah. The flying guy that delivers messages. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and his he had the staff called a caduceus. That is the symbol for the the medical symbol. And also yeah. the dollar sign. So that guy was also known as Thoth the Atlantean in Egypt, 
who's like that. You'd probably see if you saw a picture of him, you'd be like, oh, that looks familiar. It's like the dude with like a bird head, but like okay. a human body, like on the Egyptian walls. Yeah. And their whole thing was how. So it was the same dude, but different cultures talking about them in. Uh, in Egypt, they have the Emerald Tablets of Thoth. And then in. In Greece, they had the Hermetic texts, which both essentially say that you speak reality into existence. Yeah. And whatever words you say create your existence, which is which is really what comedy is all about. You know, uh -huh. it's like comedy is basically like a group of people looking at this white window and then the comedian's like, hey, the window's also blue, you know? It's like you're just, you're saying, it, it changes your perspective fr from looking at this window because you can see the blue sky through there. Yeah. And then you literally, you shift your focus and you see the blue and you're like, oh, I didn't notice that blue part before. Yeah. And then like, that's a joke. And then for some reason, that's fucking funny. I don't know. And you make money from it. Yeah. <laughs> but... But yeah, so basically saying things like I'm healthy, I'm strong, affirmations and stuff can promote well-being. So you envisioning your immune system fighting invaders probably helped you heal faster. Bro, I'm rarely sick. I still do that to this day. Like yeah, the, like see? Take Dayquil and think about it. It's also just entertaining. I'll do fake wars in my head all the time. Between who? Oh, just anybody. Like, I'll literally just, like, close my eyes and picture, like, a gorilla fighting a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Well, it's like, I, don't, I can't fall asleep to counting sheep. Do the and I can't gorilla just... and tiger ever start fucking? No, but they probably will now that you put that out there. <laughs> now Do they that... both have huge tits? No, just the gorilla normally. Gorillas have, like, abnormally, ab abnormally black nipples. Well, they're, they have black everything. There's some, like, orange gorillas and shit. Even, like, orangutans have, like, black nipples, and you're like, where'd this come from, you ginger? Orangutan isn't an orange gorilla. It's an orangutan. What do you mean? Totally different species. It's an orange gorilla. No. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a different species. It's an orange fucking They can't thing. procreate with each other. How do you know that? Yes, they can. I've tried. Why, why couldn't, yeah. <laughs> why couldn't they? I don't know, bro. That's like a thing. You you can't do you think procreate you could, with other species unless they've been lying to us this whole time. You don't think you could knock up a like a monkey or something? Okay, based on everything I've learned in school, no. But now knowing that school and med school, every book in med school, the main ones were co-written by Doctor Fauci. It's like, man, maybe. What are they hiding? I thought that guy was smart. Why are you smelling that? Blanket? I thought I smelled something weird. No. That smelled great. <laughs> well, we've been riffing and going for a long ass time already. Yeah, I've had to pee this whole time. Yeah, and you're, I almost had a panic attack twice when you were talking about <laughs> like cells and shit, and I was like, <laughs> just looking at my hand like Jesus Christ, and then like that's why I started like scratching my head. I was like, "You're real. You are real. You're really you're not here. real, dude. Oh my god, you're not fucking real." Anyway, this has actually been a ton of fun. Uh, I leave the final minute of the podcast to the guests to say whatever, plug whatever, any final parting words of wisdom you might have as you die on the way home tonight. Oh, I'm about to drop an album, uh, but I already have three albums out on Spotify, rap albums, under Brody Lowballer. 
And then I'm doing shows in San Diego with Uncle Laser April 4th to 6th, 4th, 5th, and 6th at the American Comedy Company. You should come. And follow me on Instagram at Octavius Thunder. When did you change your Instagram to that from Il- Eli Degenerate? Ellen Degenerate? Ill and that was degenerate. an old one. That's the one I remember. Anyway, thanks for doing the podcast, man.